0: our heads and close our eyes. Lord, we uh, we thank you for what you're, you're going to do tonight, Lord. And we just ask you that even now, God, your presence would come and fill this place, Lord God. We welcome you, God, in this very room, Lord. Because, God, it's all about you tonight, Lord God. It's not about anything else, God. We put our focus and our attention on you, God. Even now in this moment, Lord God, would you take over? God, I pray that you begin to touch hearts, Lord God, That you begin to fill this place, God, with such an atmosphere of of your your glory and your presence, Lord God. We want to encounter you tonight, Lord God. Holy Spirit, come and touch us. Come and speak to us even now as we speak, Lord God. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. How's everybody doing? Amen. That's good to hear. All right. uh, If we can all turn to Deuteronomy chapter 8. We're going to be reading a few verses here. I'm going to start off in verse 2. So Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2, it says, You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these 40 years, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Going down to verse 6, it says, Therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs flowing forth in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, and a land of olive oil and honey. Sounds pretty delicious. I'm kind of hungry right now. Um, Anyway, a land where you will eat food without scarcity in which you will not lack anything, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are satisfied, you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Amen. Now, for, for you guys, uh, basically the context of what's going on here. God is about to lead his people, the people of Israel, into a very amazing, awesome, lit place. Um, he's talking about food. He's talking about water. They'll, they'll, they'll have uh, prosperity there. They, uh, there's going to be uh, rivers, springs of water flowing from the the valleys and the hills. They won't lack anything, right? God is taking them to a place where they have everything they need. They'll be blessed. They'll be prosperous. They'll uh, they'll have you know just like not not even just like good stuff, but like fancy stuff like pomegranates. I mean, that stuff costs like ten dollars uh, at at the store. I mean, they're they're getting legit. Things, and God's bringing them into this place of plenty, into this place that's awesome. God's saying, I'm going to bring you there. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm leading you there. I'm guiding you there. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to prosper you, right? I'm going to do all this amazing stuff for you. But in verse 11, he gives them a warning after that. After, after listing all these amazing things, which is the promised land, for those of you who don't know, God is leading them to the promised land. He's taking them to this amazing place, right? He's leading them there. And in verse 11, though, he gives them a warning. He says, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by keeping his commandments and his ordinances and his statutes, which I am commanding you today. After all these different things, he's listing all the good stuff, all the all of the prosperity, the rivers, that you know, you won't lack anything, you'll be safe, you'll be protected, you'll have prosperity. He says, But but one thing though, don't forget about me. Don't forget about the Lord. Don't forget about keeping my commandments. In this place of plenty, in this place of blessing, in this place where you won't lack anything, you're going to have it pretty good. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about the Lord your God. Don't forget about my commandments, the things that I've taught you over time. Don't forget about it. And he goes on. Otherwise, when you have eaten and are satisfied and have built good houses and lived in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and gold multiply, right, they're gaining wealth, they're getting richer and richer, and all that you have multiplies. In verse 14, it says, then your heart will become proud. Then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You see, before these people of Israel, before they went into, before they were going into the promised land, God had rescued them and delivered them. From Egypt, they were under oppression. They were held there as slaves. The the uh, Egyptian government was uh, tormenting them, whipping them, making them do all kinds of hard labor. It was it was terrible. They were torturing them. All this stuff. They treated like they treated them like animals. Right? Not a good place to be. the The people of Israel were oppressed under captivity by the Egyptian people. God says, "Okay, that's enough. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to bring you out of there, and I'm going to bring you into this spacious land. I'm going to bring you into this place of prosperity and plenty." And then in verse eleven, he says, "Okay, but." After I do this, don't forget about all the things that I did. Don't forget about the deliverance and the the way I set you free and the the place that I took you out of. Because remember, the people of Israel were under captivity by Egypt all these years. God took them out of there, and now the destination was the promised land. God was leading them there, right? And he says, don't forget about the wonders and the signs and all these things, the way that I helped you out of that captivity. Don't forget about that. Because he says, if you do... After all this increase, after your wealth multiplies and your flocks have multiplied and you got it good, your families are growing and, and everything seems so good, you're living the American dream, you have wealth, you have your 401k, you have your health care plan, you got everything you could possibly need, you, you got your down payment, you paid off your car, you paid off your, you know, your, your PlayStation 4, whatever it is, Okay, you got it all taken care of, at that point, if you don't remember, What God did, if you forgot about God, if you forgot about the place he took you from, you're going to stand there, and you're going to look at your success, you're going to look at your wealth, you're going to look at your riches, and you're going to be like, huh, this is pretty good. I I got it going on right now. I got riches, I got flock, I got herds, I got all these different things. Look at me, I'm so awesome. Verse 14, it says, then your heart will become proud, And you will forget the Lord who brought you out from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Let's continue. Verse 15, it says, he led you through the great and terrible wilderness with its fiery serpents and scorpions. This is what God did while he was leading them out of captivity, right? It says, he led you through the great and terrible wilderness with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water. He brought water for you out of the rock. So God's like bringing water out of rocks to help them. To keep them sustained. They're thirsty because if you go in a wilderness, you're going to die of thirst. Duh, right? Hello, somebody. Um, So God's like, okay, don't worry about that. We're going to the promised land. I'll take care of everything you need. You need water? Okay, bam, you got water. Bam. So God brings this miracle of water. The water starts flowing from the rocks. It's amazing. Then in verse 16, it says, in the wilderness, he fed you. He also took care of their food, right? These guys, God is taking care of them. He gives them water. He gives them food right, on the journey to the promised land. It says, he fed you with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and that he might test you to do good for you in the end. Otherwise, you may say in your heart, my power and the strength of my hand made me this wealth. Verse 18, but you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you power to make wealth, right? God's reminding hey guys, If it's, it's me who's giving you the power. It's me who's blessing you. It's me who's giving you the prosperity. It's me who's giving you the, the success. Some of you guys come to Elevate, and after coming for a little bit, you know, a few months, you think you're like super saved and you're a saint and like you're you're Superman or something. You are a saint. Amen. You're, everyone's a saint if you receive Jesus. But you think you're all that. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna start a church now. You know, I'm gonna tell the youth pastor. I'm gonna tell the head pastor. Uh, sit down. Let let me take over. You know what I'm saying? We got some. <laughs> we got some of those people in this place. Amen. But but look. So, <laughs> amen. You know who you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway. So God says. Look, you know, you have it good, you're happy, you're full of joy, all that stuff is going on, right? You come, you're coming to elevate, you're like, oh man, I feel so good, this is awesome. But you can't forget the reason why that is, is because you're in the house of God. The reason why you feel better and more positive energy or whatever you want to call it, is because you're in the house of God, you're in God's presence. Amen. Because you're in God's presence. You're in the worship. You're in the word, right? I mean, a lot of us take it for granted. We come to church. We get mentored. We have leaders pour into us, and we just take it for granted. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm coming to church. It's so awesome. And then all of a sudden, you know, things start to go right in your life. You know, things are getting good. Um, you're more, like, like I said, you're more happy. You have joy. You're not as depressed as you used to be, whatever. But it's easy that, you know, it's some, sometimes you, it's like all that good stuff happens, but you forget why it's happening. You forget why it's happy. You forget why you're more happy. You forget why you're, you're not as mad as you used to. You forget why you aren't as cursing as much, right? And, and this, this, this this pride starts to come in you, this pride of, oh, look at me. I, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. I'm coming to church. I'm, 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 sometimes I'm even coming on Sundays. Wow, I'm so spiritual. Wow, and, and I, got a, I got a job. I'm making money. I'm cool with my friends. Man, I got it pretty good right now. Right, and that pride starts to settle in your heart, and you start to take for granted where all that stuff came from to begin with. It came from God, it didn't come from you. You could do nothing. The Bible says we are wretched sinners, right? Dead in our transgressions, our hearts deceitfully wicked. If there's anything good you have in your life, it's because of God. So we need to give God the credit. So God's reminding the people of Israel look, it's me who's doing this for you, it's me who's giving you the power. It's me who's supplying your needs. It's me who's giving you water and food in the middle of the wilderness where there's no fruit, where there's no food, where there's no way you could have survived this, this certain type of situation. I was there. I'm supplying your needs. I'm taking care of you. Verse 19, it shall come about, if you ever forget the Lord your God and go after other gods and serve them and worship them, you gotta pay attention to this, guys. Verse 19, it shall come about if you ever, everybody say, if you ever, if you ever forget the Lord your God and go after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you today that you will surely perish. You will surely perish. If you forget where God's taken you from, if you forget all the things that God used to do in your life, if you forget all the testimonies, the times that you were at the altar, the times where God broke in through in your family, the times where God touched your heart and you heard a word from the Lord or you saw a vision and you felt God's presence, you felt his love. It's like, wow, this is so awesome. If you start to forget that, if that starts to leave your mind and you start thinking to yourself, well, you know what? I'm good. I got it together. Look at me. I'm, I'm doing good in life. I'm successful. I don't, I don't, maybe I don't really need church that much. Once we start to forget all that God has done in our lives, it says we perish. It says we perish. Verse 20, like the nations that the Lord makes to perish before you, so shall you perish, because you would not listen to the voice of the Lord your God. These people, the people of Israel, God was taking them to an amazing place, an amazing destination, the promised land. He's warning them. He knows it's going to be amazing. He's, he's probably laughing with them. He's probably enjoying the excitement. He's like, yeah, guys, it's going to be great. You're going to have all this, all these supplies, man. You're going to be good, man. You're going to have water and food and, 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 you know, just olives and pomegranates and all that great stuff. It's going to be great. But once you get there, try one thing. Don't, don't forget about me. Don't forget about what I did. Don't forget about all those times that I helped you out. Don't forget about all those times you felt my presence. Don't forget about all those times I set you free or all those times I was there when you needed me. Don't forget about that. Because I, I mean, I can just see God like just kind of sitting on, on a rocking chair or something, you know, just talking to people. It's like, guys, I, I know it's going to be great, but don't forget about me. Don't forget about the stuff I did for you. I care about you. You're going to get excited. You're going to get caught up with all this other stuff going on, but, but remember where it came from. Remember that it was me who did that for you because I love you, right? because my heart is for you. I want it to prosper you because I love you that much. God's saying, don't forget about me because if you forget about me and you forget where all of this stuff came from, you know what? Pride's going to rise in your heart. You're going to look at all of your accomplishments. You're going to push me out of the picture. And, and then you know what? Once that happens and God's not in the picture anymore, our only, our only destination is, 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 is to perish. That's the only thing that's left when we take God out of the picture, we forget what God has done in our lives. We're going to perish because we think we have it all together now. We forgot what God has done for us and with us and through us and all this amazing things, right? If that happens, we, we perish. And in Psalms, you don't have to turn there. In Psalms, uh, it kind of gives a commentary off of this and it's, and it's talking about the people of Israel and, and it's saying like, well, before I even get there, It's interesting, if you look, if you have your Bibles, you see the heading of uh, chapter 9. Just curious, does anybody anybody see the heading for chapter 9 in their Bible? Say that one more time, Ezekiel. Okay, that's good. Does anybody have another one? Okay, for instance, in, in my Bible... Yeah, it's it's another translation, but it says Israel provoked God, chapter nine. Right. So in verse in chapter eight, we have God warning. Yes, Josie. Um, Just the heading. There you go. Israel Israel's rebellion. Right. After all these things that God promises them, after all these things that God shows the people of Israel, after all the things God did for them, the water and the rocks, the, 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 the food in the wilderness, he, he sustained them, he loved them, he took care of them, he, he brought them out of captivity, he brought them out of oppression, the very next chapter, it says they provoked God to anger, it says they started rebelling against God, it says they started to forget what happened, they started to forget all the stuff that God did. Just like God said, it would happen. It's like, you guys, you know, you get the the good stuff. Things are going good in life. You start coasting, and then you forget about everything that God ever did in your life. And it happens right here. And even, again, in Psalms, it says, the people of Israel forgot the wonders of God. They forgot all that God had done for them. They forgot all the amazing testimonies that they once had that the Red Sea even split open. I mean, how could you forget that? The thing was they were so distracted. They were so distracted by the wealth, by the prosperity, by the success, by the different good things in life. They were distracted by it so much to the point where they X'd God out of their life and they started taking credit for everything that was happening to them. They forgot about God. And the reason why I feel like that's relevant at all is because some of you guys here tonight, you come every Friday, you have encounters with God, you see God move in your life, you see God move in discipleship, you see God move everywhere you go, you see God move. And yet you forget him day after day. You forget the testimonies. You forget the times you encountered God. You come up here at the altar, you get on your knees, you start crying, you you raise your hand to say the prayer. And then after that you go home and you forget it ever happened. Why? You forget it ever happened. Why? Because your mind isn't on the things. you're, You're getting distracted by all this other stuff. You have to focus your eyes and your attention on the Lord. It's interesting. It says, you did not listen to the voice of the Lord your God. In verse 20, they forgot about the Lord, and they weren't listening anymore. They weren't listening to his voice. You can have an amazing encounter. Get set free tonight. But if you're not listening to God's voice when you exit that door, it's going to be meaningless. And you're going to forget it like that. You're going to forget it. You're going to forget what God did in your life. You're going to forget the times that God encountered your heart and set you free. It's interesting. We talked about uh, earlier in the weeks, we talked about James and how we're supposed to be a doer of the word. And it's interesting that verse, that says, don't just be a hearer, but also a doer. And I think we kind of glanced over that word being a hearer, being a listener, I think we glanced over it a little too much. Because let me tell you what, if you're not listening to God, if you're not listening for his voice, if you're not in communication with God, if you're not talking to him, you can't do anything. You can't do anything for the Lord if you're not listening for his voice. If you're not talking to him. Because let me tell you what, when you're not talking to him and you're not listening anymore, you start to forget stuff. You start to forget where peace comes from. You start to forget that time and elevate where you got set free from pornography or depression or cutting or suicide or low self-esteem. You start to forget these things because you're not listening anymore. You're not listening for God's voice. You're not listening for his direction, and you're getting distracted by all this other stuff going on in your life. And I think God wants to remind us tonight who he is. God wants to remind you of the times that he encountered your heart, that he touched you, that he set you free. Guys, we serve a God who heals the sick, who raises the dead. That's the God I serve. That's the God that's in this room today. There's stories in the Bible, countless stories of God moving, healing the sick. He, 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 would, he would raise the dead. He, he sat, he wept, he cried, he, he did all these things. He left heaven to die on the cross. I want to remember that. I don't want to forget that. I don't care what happens. I want that to be on the forefront of my mind day after day, week after week. Because, God forbid, if I ever do forget that, if I ever do forget what God had done in my life, you know what? I'm going to to start perishing. If those things that God did in my life, if they start to become a distant memory, they start to get cloudy and vague and just, you know, just, just kind of floats off in the distance. Let me tell you what. If I forget that, man, what's going to happen to me? Where can I go? Start taking the credit for myself. You feel me? I'm telling you guys, we have to remember what God has done. It's so important. That's why these encounters that you have with the Lord, every time you come Friday or you're you're doing discipleship or, or God's moving, you have to remember those things. You have to keep that in your mind. You have to set your eyes on God. You have to fix your gaze on Jesus. In Hebrews 12, chapter 1, Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2, it says, let me see if I can pull it up here. Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. It says, Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We have to fix our eyes on Jesus the reason you start to forget god the reason you start to forget where joy comes from where freedom comes from where holiness comes from the reason you start to forget is because you're not your eyes are not on god anymore you start to look at other stuff you start to look at what's around you that's what the people of the, that's what the people of Israel started doing. They started looking at these other things that were going on, these other successes and everything looks so good and happy and, and fine and look, we're, we're, we're prospering, we have great wealth, this is awesome, this is amazing. They started looking at that and while they were looking at that, their eyes weren't on Jesus. And the whole time God was warning them, don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. They took their eyes off of Jesus. They started getting distracted, and lo and behold, they forgot about him. They forgot about everything that he did. Guys, we have to set our eyes on Jesus. We have to fix our eyes on Jesus. It says fix your eyes on Jesus. That means he's the one we're looking at. That means he's the one we're paying attention to. Does Jesus have your attention? Does Jesus have your gaze? Are you gazing upon Jesus? Have you flocked eyes with him? The man on the throne in heaven, how are you looking at him? Are you gazing at him? Are your eyes fixed on him? And is that what's motivating you to keep moving forward in your Christian walk with God? Or are your eyes looking at your neighbor? Are your eyes looking at your friends? Are your eyes looking at your phone? Are your eyes looking at an education, a piece of paper, a diploma, whatever? What are your eyes looking at? What have you fixed your eyes upon? What is your gaze towards? Because if your eyes aren't on Jesus, you're not going to be able to run the race. You're not going to be able to finish. You're not going to you're going to forget everything, guys. I don't want to forget any of that. And so, also in uh, Psalms, Psalm 121, kind of gives us another visual of what that looks like, uh, David, he says in verse 1, Psalm 121. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He will, He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps you will, will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth. And it all started with verse one I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. What are we looking at? What are we paying attention to? Are we looking at Jesus? Because when you look at Jesus and your eyes are fixed on God and He's the center of your attention, you know what, guys? You remember, you, you keep those memories. I mean, just with friends and everything, if, if we're hanging out constantly and we're, we're, we're co- consistently talking to each other, we're communicating, we're going back and forth, we remember those times that we hang out, that we have fun, whatever. I'll remember that if I'm still talking to you, if I'm still hanging out. But you know what? If, if that person's taken out of my life, I move on. I do a bunch of other stuff. I get an education, I you know, whatever all that, you know, I'm going to forget about all that stuff that used to happen, that I used to do with this person. I'm going to forget the conversations we used to have. I'm going to forget all of this stuff because I'm not spending time with them anymore. I'm not talking to them anymore. I'm not in that relationship with them anymore. And it's the same with God. If we're not talking to God, if we're not communicating with God, if we're not focusing on Him, if, we're, if our attention isn't on Him, we're going, forget, we're going to forget what happens in our lives. We're going to forget the times God speaks to us. We're going to forget the times that God puts something on our hearts. We're going to forget the the, 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 the destinies and the visions and, and the promises that God made for our lives if we're not putting our attention on Christ, fixing our eyes on him, running the race with endurance. And, uh, yeah, man, I just, I, you know, I, I was getting this, this message ready for tonight um, on my way to work, actually. Um, and it's funny because I was going to preach on something else. And then all of a sudden, God just started highlighting. Just you know, sometimes we forget who God is. We forget We just forget who He is. You know, we forget that He's loving. We forget that He's kind. We forget that there's freedom where the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. We forget that He loves us so much. We forget that He's kind. We forget that He's gracious. We forget that He heals. We forget that He loves the brokenhearted. We forget all these things about Him. And God was just like, "Don't forget about that." because that's not me. It's like, you know, God is God God wants to show us who he is. God wants to show us that he's the healer. God wants to show us that he's the deliverer. God wants to show us that he can take us out of captivity. He, he wants to show us these things. But if we're not if we if we don't have that right idea of who God is and we're forgetting these things and we're forgetting who God is, we forget who God was and what God did in our life, we can miss God, we can miss the encounter, we can miss all these different things. We have to remember. Who he is, we have to remember that he's loving. We have to remember that he's kind, that he has a plan for our lives. And I just want to ask some of you in this room tonight, have you forgotten God? Have you forgotten things about God? Have you forgotten your relationship with God? Have you forgotten the encounters you had even maybe last week? Have you forgotten those things already? Have you forgotten the call that God has placed on your life? Have you forgotten the visions? Have you forgotten the dreams? God wants you to dream again. God wants you to remember him in his love and his splendor. When in Deuteronomy chapter 8, God, well, God, wanted the, God wanted the people of Israel to remember all the good things he did for them. He said, look, I sustained you. I helped you. I served you. I took care of you. And God didn't want them to forget that about God, about him. And God's saying to you tonight, don't forget that I'm loving. Don't forget that I'm kind. Don't forget that I'm here for you. I love you. I don't want to see you in captivity. I don't want to see you oppressed. I don't want to see you circling around in sin. I want to set you free. I want to deliver you. That's who I am. That's what I'm about. And God's saying, don't forget that about me. Because if we forget that about him, we won't cry out to him for help. We will back away in in, in condemnation and shame and fear. We'll, We'll forget these things. And we won't approach God. But God's saying, that's not who I am. Come to me. Remember me. Remember my love. Remember my presence. And God wants, to read, God, wants that, God wants to bring that to the forefront of our memory again. Guys, God is a God who saved 3,000 in one day in the book of Acts. God is a God who split the Red Sea. God is a God who saved a woman at the well while his disciples went out to go and buy some food and, and, and grab something to eat. God stayed behind and he said, no, I, I need to wait for this one person. We, we serve a God who waits for people. We serve a God who, who leaves the 99 to find the one. What's your story? What has God done in your life? What are the times God has encountered you? The times where you were alone and you just felt his presence. You felt his love. You felt his kindness. You felt his graciousness. Do you remember those times? Because those are the times that, those times defined me. Those times defined me. And you know what, whenever I, whenever I start to forget Oh my gosh! All the times that God has spoken to me in His Word, and also let me tell you what fear starts to creep in. All these other things that weren't supposed to be, there start to creep in when I forget who God is, when I forget what He's done, when I forget what He's about. And and you know what, guys? If if you are not in that in that place, if if you're if your eyes aren't on Jesus, you're not paying attention to Him. You're starting to forget all these different things that God has done in your life. You know what? Dreams are going to start perishing. Things that God has placed on your heart, visions. Holiness is going to start perishing. Peace is going to start perishing in your life. And the success that you thought you had is going to start getting taken away from you. And you're going to be left worse off than you were originally. Because that's what happens when we forget about God and what he's done. But it doesn't have to be that way. The Bible says in in the beginning, God God gave them the exhortation of, look, if you keep my commandments, if you remember what I've done for you, this won't happen. You'll live in prosperity. You'll live in prosperity. You'll be successful. You'll be prosperous. You'll have my love. You'll have my peace. You'll have my joy. You'll have all these things. You'll have everything that you need if you keep my commandments, if you're listening, if you're paying attention, if you're fixing your eyes on me. If you're doing this, then you know what? It's going to stay with you. God said, be careful to keep my commands. And because the people of Israel didn't, they forgot about God, they forgot about all that he did, and they perished in their sin and their rebellion. And I mean, honestly, if you you keep going with the, the, the story here, I mean, it's just an endless cycle of God dealing graciously with the people of Israel, you know, them getting blessing, them getting favor, them getting breaks and all this stuff, and then they forget about it. Then they forget about it. Then they forget about it. And then they keep, you know, it's interesting. I mean, why do people forget stuff to begin with, you know? I mean, if my mom tells me to take out the garbage and I forget later on, you know, um, that kind of says something about my, how, how important I, I thought taking out the garbage was, you know? But say, hey, there's a, there's a lot, you know, there, there's, 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 there's like a million dollars free down the street this day, this time. You're, you're probably going to remember that a lot more. Because it means something to you. Because it, it it has more value to you. You know, it it, it it's it's more important. It's more important. Well, I, you know what? I I I remember that the Flash comes on every Monday at 7 p.m. I don't even know when it comes on. Okay, guys, but just say for that example, right? I, I I know the Flash comes on at this time. I know Green Arrow comes. on. I know. Uh, you know what was it? Oh man. Supergirl. Supergirl right. Right. No, but it's the the other one with the. Uh I'm just going to say it, okay? Don't hate me. The black people. It's like a show about black people in the music industry. Empire. Empire there we go. I'm sorry, guys. Look, I just had... <laughs> and and it, right? One time in our, in, our, in our kids' ministry, a kid who was like eight or seven years old, he's like, hey, guys, I can't come to kids' ministry today. I can't come to King's Kids. And we're like, oh, why? Oh, well, what's happening? You know, your mom needs to take you to the doctor or you know, you need to go to school for something. He's like, no, I, I got to watch Empire. And we're just like, what? You just ditched Jesus for, like, Empire. Like, what, what are you on? What are you thinking? You know what I'm saying? But clearly, Empire was more important than church. Empire, this, this TV show, right? It's not just Empire. It's, it's, a, it's, you know, whatever your cup of tea is. It's sports. It's, it's, it's entertainment. It's friends. It's hanging out. You remember these different things because it's important to you because it has some kind of value to you, because your attention, because it catches your attention. Your attention is on it. Your gaze is on it. Your eyes are fixed on all these other things. Your eyes are fixed on entertainment. Your eyes are fixed on your friends and and, and relationships and all this stuff. So you're going to remember it. So you're going to keep it in the forefront of your memory. So you're going to keep reminding yourself, oh yeah, in another hour, this show is going to come on. In another hour, my girlfriend's going to hit me up. In another hour, my boyfriend's going to hit me up. We remember this stuff because it's important to us. It's valuable to us. Well, you know what? If God is important to you, if God is something, if God is worth anything to you, you're going to remember him. You're going to keep him in the forefront of your mind. You're going to look at him. You're going to gaze upon him. You're going to fix your eyes on Jesus. And it doesn't matter what comes, what happens, whatever, because he's so important to you. You know what? Everything else is worthless, is meaningless. I'm going to remember him. I'm going to keep him in my mind. I'm going to set my mind on him. I'm going to think about him. My thoughts are going to be aimed at him. What does he want for my life? What is his desire for me? Where does he want me to go? Lord, you have my attention. You have my focus. And when that's our heart cry, when that's our life motivation, when that's what's coming out of us, we'll never forget never forget God We'll never forget because he means something to us because it's important because it has because he has value. So again I just want to I just want to pose that question to you guys today if we could all stand up Stephanie can come up to the guitar is God is God on your mind? Did you even think about God today? Did God even enter your mind? When you woke up, you're eating breakfast, are you even thinking about God? Does God even have an entryway to your mind, to your thought life? Thank you, Joby. Does God even have an entryway to your thought life, to your mind? Why is it? relationships can get in there so easily. Friends can get in there so easily. Sports, entertainment. Why? But God is trying to get in your mind. He's trying to get into your thought life. He's trying to get in there. He's trying to say, don't forget about me too. In the midst of all the stuff that's happening, don't forget about me. Don't forget about that time I set you free at the altar call. Don't forget about that time you felt my presence and you were crying and you felt my loving arms wrapped around you. Don't forget about that. And it breaks my heart to say, you know what, maybe some of you have forgotten about God. You've forgotten about God's plan for your life. You've forgotten about the words that God has given you, the dreams that God placed in your heart. You've forgotten about that. You've forgotten about who God is. You forgot that God loves you. You forgot that God has a plan for your life. You forgot where holiness comes from, where peace comes from, where joy comes from. And all the while, Jesus is trying to get it back in your mind. He's trying to get back in your life. He's trying to get back into your thought. Like, Guys, you know why God cares about our thoughts? You know why God doesn't want us to forget about him? It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. Jesus, God, he's an actual person. He has feelings. He has emotions. And when somebody forgets about him, he feels kind of salty. Because he's like, that person doesn't care about me. That person doesn't want me in their life. That person thinks of me so little that they just forget about me for for whatever whim. Guys, God wants you. He loves you. He's passionate about you. And he doesn't want you to forget about him because he loves you and he's pursuing you day after day after day. And he's saying, don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. And if God were here, I believe, I'm telling you guys, God would look at some of you in the eye and says, have you forgotten about me? Have you forgotten the times we've talked to each other? Have you forgotten the times I've set you free? Have you forgotten the freedom that's found in my presence? Have you forgotten that already? Have you forgotten the peace? Have you forgotten the joy? We can all bow our heads and close our eyes. If there's anything worth our attention, if there's anything worth our gaze, if there's anything that's worth a glance from our, oh my gosh, guys, the Bible says God is moved by even a glance. Even if we just glance over and look at God and we lock eyes just for a second, that moves God's heart so much and he wants that for you. He wants that with you. He wants to be in a relationship with you and look at you. He wants to look at you and to see you look back at him that moves his heart, that means something to God. The Bible says God's thoughts for us are more than the grains of sand that are on the earth. That's how many thoughts God is thinking about you. More than the grains of sand on the seashore. He loves you. He's thinking about you. Are you thinking about him? Is he in your mind? Is he in your thought life? Does he matter to you? Is he worth something to you? Or have you forgotten everything about him? You're going to go home. You're going to forget about him while you're playing your videos. You're going to forget about him when you're talking to your friends. You're going to forget about him when all these other things are happening. You know what? When we start forgetting about God, we start not talking or acting like God. We start not acting like Jesus because we're forgetting because we're slowly coming further and further away from him. We're forgetting how he is. We're forgetting his character. We're forgetting his heart. If that's you in this place. Maybe you're not in blatant sin. Maybe you're not going to shoot up a high school tomorrow. But you know what? You've forgotten God in your life. You're focusing more on your friendships. You're focusing more on some drama in school, some drama in some little texting circle that you got and you think it's the world to you. Okay, whatever it is, are you focusing your attention more on that than you are on God? Have you thought about God this week? A simple question is, God entered your mind this week. Has God even entered your mind this morning? I want you to ask yourself that question. And if you're saying in your heart, you know what, God, I don't want to forget about you. I don't want to forget what you did for me, Lord. I don't want to forget your love, God. I never want to forget it, God. I want it to be on my mind. I want it to be so important to me, Lord. I want to hold on to it. I want to cling to it, God. I want to fix my eyes on you, God, every single day, Lord. Every single moment, if that's you, I want you to come up at these altars. If that's you. If you say, I want to keep my eyes on Jesus and never forget him and never forget what he's done, come up to these altars. Very simple. Jesus, we fix our eyes on you right now, Lord. Lord. fix our eyes on you Jesus Lord you have our attention right now God Lord for those of us who've forgotten Lord God all about you Lord God would you remind us Lord God would you remind us Lord God of your presence would you remind us God of the, 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 the first time we came to elevate Lord and we felt your presence so sweet God remind us of that day Lord some of you need to be reminded of the first time you ever felt God's presence because you've forgotten about it because it's been so long ago and it's just lost its, its weight in your life. Some, some of you guys need to go back to that moment you had with God. Some of you need to get go back to that moment you had with God when you heard his voice for the first time and he said he loved you. You need to go back to that. You need to remind yourself of the times you used to dream with God times we used to just talk to God in the night, the times where you said, Lord, I'll just do anything, Lord God. I'll go anywhere, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I just pray for a fresh reminder of who you are, of who Jesus is. Lord, we remember the cross today, Lord. We remember the cross tonight, Lord God. We just ask you, God, even now, Lord God, would you, God, we give you permission, Lord God. Take over our minds, God. Take over our hearts, Lord. We put you at the forefront of our attention, Jesus. We put you at the forefront of our attention, Lord God, right now. Jesus we remember what you did for us on the cross Lord God we thank you for the cross Lord God we don't want to even we don't want to forget what you did for us on the cross God forbid we forget what you did for us on the cross Lord God forbid we ever forget that you sacrificed your life God forbid we forget Lord that you came down you left heaven Lord God to be with us To become flesh, Lord God. To dwell among us, God. You did that for us, God. We don't want to forget that. We don't want to forget the sacrifice you made for us, God. We remember that tonight, Lord. God, no matter what happens in our lives, God, we commit our attention to you, Lord God. No matter what happens, no matter how crazy it gets, Lord God. No matter how good it gets, Lord God. No matter how much success we have, Lord. We will remember where it all came from, God. It came from you. It came from your gracious hand. It came from your mercy. It came from your kindness, God. It all came back to you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Stephanie, if you can sing. Leaders, if you can just go around and just lay hands on the youth. Just pray for fresh vision.
1: Mm Yay
0: for your heart.
1: He loves like a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. Just bend
0: with his love right now in this place. Just go with it.
1: When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. And I realize, Jesus, just you're how so beautiful, beautiful Lord beautiful God. You are your love is so beautiful, Lord God. We remember, we reflect on how beautiful me. you are, Jesus. And oh, and how He loves us so. And oh, how He loves us. And how He loves us so. And oh, how you love Oh, and how He loves us all. And oh, how He loves us. And how He loves us all. And He is our portion and He is our prize. Drawn to redemption by the grace in His eyes. He was grace and this ocean we're all sinking. Cause having me surf like a sloppy wet kiss and my heart, it turns violently side of my chest. I don't have time to maintain these or when I think about the way oh he loves us and oh how he loves us and oh how he loves us and oh how he loves you love us Jesus God you love us oh
0: for everything that you've done in our lives, Lord God. Thank you for how you've moved, God, how you set us free, Lord. I don't know about you, but guys, I feel God's presence in this place. I believe God's here. Stephanie, if you could just play lightly in the background. I just want all of us, just before we move on to breakout groups, let's just have a time of just us Guys, I can't do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. But let's just all picture Jesus on the cross. I want everybody, if you're praying, that's okay. Keep praying. But if you're just sitting in your chair not doing it, guys, close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes and just picture Jesus on the cross. And just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Picture Jesus on the cross hanging for your sin. Hanging for all the bad things that you did. Hanging there for all the rebellious attitudes and sins and things. The times you've waved your fist at God. Imagine Jesus hanging on that tree. Imagine him nailed to the cross. Dying, bleeding. And tell him thank you. Tell him thank you God I didn't forget about you Lord. I didn't forget about what you did for me, Lord Jesus. I didn't forget, Lord God, for all that you've done for me, Lord. Thank you for the cross, Jesus. Thank you for what you did for me, Lord.